Hello, and welcome to the Read It For You podcast, a weekly show where I download a sketch story directly into your ears. I'm your host author, Tyler McNamara. Each week, I take two ideas, often suggestions from listeners like you, and smash them together into a story that could be true, but probably isn't. Tom Thumb Plus Voices was suggested by Tanya from L.A., and I'll admit it had me good and stumped until I asked her what the inspiration was, and she said this, Food is a vehicle for voices of the past. Food is a way to see how life was lived and what was normal. Do we hold on to Tom Thumb because it's family, tradition, and how that makes us feel safe and belonging? Or do we move on and speak with a new voice carried on by a different home-cooked dish? Is this a conscious question, or do the taste buds decide? If I were a parent, what would I decide to serve my family? That sparked my imagination like I'd had a gas leak while I was away on vacation. Thanks. God, that's gruesome. (laughs) We cook with gas. Ugh, I can't go on vacation anymore. Thanks for the suggestions, everyone, and keep them coming. I also want to thank my wife for reading this week's story, and myself for not making a Borat reference just then. Enjoy. Tom Thumb Plus Voices by Tyler McNamara Read by Alicia Mai McNamara The tiny bubbles had just started to form on the edges of the pot when the front door opened wide enough and long enough that I could feel the chill blow down the hall and join me in the living room. Mom! Hey, Mom! Can Sam stay for dinner? Do you remember that we're cooking for Grandma tonight? I despise speaking with a forked tongue, but in this age of dietary restrictions, one can't always be direct and sensitive at the same time. And I know my boy knows I've been working too hard on Grandma's meal to cook up a second for some greens-eaten rabbit. Oh, right, he calls back. Over the sound of their snow boots falling to the floor, I hear my son speaking quietly to his friend. Sam, your family eats meat, right? I can't hear Sam's reply, and after a moment my son says, What about pork? The bubbles release from the sides of the pot, and it starts giving off a barely perceptible hiss. I hear my Nana's voice. Quit fussing with that, Debbie. What have I told you about a washed pot? Jimmy and his friend Sam come into the living room. Mom, this is Sam. Evening, ma'am. Evening, Sam. And Deborah's fine. Sam held his hands out to the wood stove and rubbed them together as he looked around at all the candles and up at the light fixtures. Power out? No, Sam. When we cook for Grandma, we turn off the lights and cook on the old wood stove. Won't she have trouble seeing? She passed about ten years ago. Jimmy, will you and Sam set the dining room table before you go off to play? When I look back to the pot, the water is truly boiling now. Grandma's right again. Never seems to boil while I'm watching it. As I slip the tom thumbs into the pot, I'm relieved that the house is dim and Sam hadn't noticed the bowl by his feet. After seeing them, he might have changed his mind about being a vegetarian. The Tom Thumb sausages are stuffed into the large intestine instead of the small, and they bulge unpleasantly like some desiccated organ, which I suppose is exactly what they are. Meat stuffed into an organ, dry-cured and covered in white, powdery mold. It's food from back when food grew in your yard, back when food needed washing, grinding, canning, slaughtering, and butchering. When the boys come back downstairs, it's because they are drawn here by the smell and the sizzle of the sliced Tom Thumbs frying in butter. They momentarily forget how not cool it is to hang out with one's mom, and they laze about the room like hungry coyotes. I've already played the the set-the-table card to get them out from underfoot so I can finish this meditation in peace, transferring the pan of fried Tom Thumbs to the serving platter and dropping new slabs into the smoking butter. I'm reminded of the first year I tried this. I let the wood stove get too hot and the butter flashed in the pan. My iPhone timer goes off in my pocket. 
The electronic noises jarring in cuts through the quiet candlelit house like bullets. With a smoking pan in one hand, a metal spatula in the other, and two able-bodied boys lounging within reach, I say, Jimmy, your father will be home any minute. Will you light the candles on the table? Not you, Sam. You're going to grab those oven mitts and take out the cornbread. The mitts he figures out, but the latch on the oven door has him stymied, and he almost opens the firebox door. Finally, he figures it out, and a cloud of steam smelling of cornbread wafts upward, mingling with the smoky butter and fried meat. I lift the lid off the Dutch oven, and the amazing smell of roasted rosemary potatoes mixes with the others and completes the spell. A kind of olfactory sorcery which breaks down the walls between here and yesteryear, and she's alive and with us again. Now I'm the one, being asked to set the table and light the candles. My little brother drags Nana's chair in from the other room and sets it in the guest of honor spot at my parents' long banquet table. Mom and Dad sit at either end, and though they are the farthest apart, my dad makes eyes at her that make her blush. I never thought of it before, but something about the strength of the gastronomic alchemy this year has cleared up the memory. Sitting beside Nana's empty chair is Mom's father. And when it's time to say prayer, instead of linking hands with the rest of us, Pappy grips the dark wooden armrest of that antique chair. It occurs to me that this tradition isn't about doing something because it's what my mom did, and it helps me remember her. It's about cooking all the mothers and grandmothers back to life. The End Thanks everyone for listening to Read It For You. I'd like to thank Pottington Bear for the use of the intro music. You can find the song Sunstiges, and more of their tracks at archive.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast, rate it on iTunes and subscribe to the Reality Fan Fiction page on Facebook. While you're there, maybe you'd like to suggest two ideas in the comments. This is Tyler McNamara. Insert catchy sign off. I seriously need to fix that. My wife. <laughs> it's, it's like an itch. It just needs to be scratched.